Are you ready? Hello, this is Kat, and you are listening to SCNS Live, where every week super cool nerds gather to discuss video games, nerd things like superheroes, tech news, comic book, comic book related, TV and movies. The video version of this is available on YouTube at SCNS Live and on Facebook at SCNS Live. So check us out there and be sure to hit the notifications. Let's see what we're talking about now. And it's time for another episode of SCNS Live! Yay! Yay! It's, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week for like news and stuff, and whoops. Hopefully, we don't run wrong, run wrong tonight. Run wrong. Run wrong! Happy birthday, Jason! Well, it's Happy, birthday, Happy birthday, Jason! Happy birthday, Jason! Happy birthday! Stop! No, we're not doing it. Stop protesting. We're going to tell everyone how old you are. I'm 40. 73. <laughs> I've been found out. I've existed through time. Damn it. You found those Civil War photos, didn't you? Yeah. Got you look good. 73. 73. Okay. Anyway, so. Hey, it's no, gonna it's gonna be a second birthday. Oh, God. We're, we're trying to do a show here. So, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yes, I'm, I'm old as hell. Thank you. All right. Whatever. All done. Yes. Uh, anyway, so on to these guys over here because clearly I've already had an introduction. Ricardo. They give me the day off on Deadpool Day. I don't know why. But I'll, I'll be at Han Solo uh, next week at Alamo, so come, come see that. We got Miss Cat over here. Make sure you go look at her interview with the Dallas Fuel. It was so members. fun. I didn't cry or faint. Well, that's, that is a good thing. That's yes, very good the thing. low bar that I set for myself. <laughs> like, don't cry <laughs> or faint. I think that's everybody's like daily goal, just not to faint or cry. Anyone? Welcome to the Trump administration. Oh! 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 Sorry. Um, anyway, of course, back. Cass! What's up? What's up? I see you've been posting more of your short movie reviews on Twitter. I have, and I posted one today for up. Horizon Zero Dawn. I see. Hey. It's a good game. It's a good game. You'll have a little bit anticlimactic, but it's. And of course, we have created a monster behind the board who yells at us and tells us that we're not doing things right and to do them like she tells us to do. She yells at me. And we're so grateful to have our producer who arts behind the desk. Ladies and gentlemen, Cora. Hello. My camera stopped working, so you just get the sultry sound of my lispy voice. (laughs) Hello, Kevin. Scott, you're here with Cora. That's right. I'm going to do the voice as soon as live midnight time. I'm really uncomfortable. Do. <laughs> can we do that again sometime? The uh, SNS After Dark? We need to do an SNS After Dark. <laughs> I warn. I'm, huh? What? It's, it's basically the raunchier show. The one we can't monetize now on YouTube. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, no. How are we going to get that 73 cents revenue? <laughs> 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 we don't need YouTube. We don't need YouTube. Thank you. Anyway, so we got a lot of stuff for y'all tonight. Of course, we are talking our favorite movie monsters a little bit later on in the show, but we got to get this started. Let's kick it off with some super cool nerd news. Someone forgot the speakers were off. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got two stories this week. Um, One's pretty easy. That was going to be a really lighthearted story that I'd like to end off on. Well, I won't end off. I'm going to start first. Anyway, whatever. So, Daredevil Season 3 is currently in production with their new showrunner. Yes. And it was announced this week that finally, after two seasons, 
we're getting Bullseye. Yay! The arch nemesis of Matt Murdock. And it's going to be a bit of a different introduction. Supposedly, he is an FBI agent who is a very good marksman. There were um, some little nods to Bullseye, if you remember... um, Back in season one, they had the sniper when they had Daredevil trapped in the building, mm-hmm. and they were saying that agent was Bullseye, which kind of makes sense. I, lo- I love how this ties in. So, Bulls- I don't know how they're going to get quite to the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The FBI agent clearly would have to be a bit stable-minded and a good guy. Bullseye is a freaking psychopath. So, I'm wondering how we're going to get to that. I think it's going to be an interesting ride. Anyway. Cast is going to be Wilson Bethel, who we've seen on, um, what was that show? Um, Heart of Dixie was his latest work. So Natural transition. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so he's moving on to a bigger and better role. Right now, Daredevil Season 3 is in production. We have no release date. Um, probably looking for that sometime in the fall or late, um, early winter. Um, usually November is when they release those shows. But yeah, Bullseye, Daredevil Season 3, gonna be awesome. I'm super excited. I love Bullseye, so. Uh, for me, we've got some awesome, awesome news regarding uh, It. Uh, movie came out last year, uh, did amazing. Um, it was one of the best horror films in the last couple of years, just because horror films tend to be a lot of myths more than hits. But uh, on the box office, and you know, that's true. Uh, but with it, uh, at the end of the movie, uh, it said chapter one, so which means we're going to get a sequel, uh, which is which makes sense since the book one is over a thousand pages and two, uh, the book takes place in two, two parts more or less also uh, when they were kids and when they were adults. So the first movie, of course, was when they were kids. The second movie is when they're adults, and now we have at least four for sure, five maybe of the seven Losers Club members casted. Uh, so far we have Jessica Chastain casted as a grown up version of Beverly Marsh. Uh, and then, let's see here, who else did I put? Uh, Andy Bean, uh, best known from HBO's uh, Here and No, will be Stanley Uris. James McAvoy will be Bill Denbro. And lastly, Bill Hader will, be, will portray Richie Hauser, uh, Richie Toyser. Ooh, now, good choice. James yeah. Ransom, best known as a deputy from Sinister 1 and 2, he tweeted out that he was casted as Eddie Crossback, but he later deleted the tweet, so he's kind of up in there still, I guess. Uh, nowhere yet on the rest, which is uh, the rest of the two kids that are left. Uh, Andy Machete will return as the director, as will Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, who, who was amazing as, as Pennywise the Dancing Clown, so... Uh, and the movie is slated for September 6th of next year. That movie could have been so much shorter if somebody had just told Georgie not to talk to strangers. Yeah, somebody did. And he and, and he actually heeded the advice and walked oh, there away. We go. There we go. I mean, wouldn't lives in general go a lot smoother for parents if kids just heard them and obeyed, though? Stranger danger! Kind of like Stranger danger! Thing. As the person being a parent at this table... Instantly exhaust you and make you sad. Uh, uh, The first story I have tonight is Overwatch has teamed up with Nerf, like Nerf Gun. Yes! Uh, They have this kind of sub brand called Rival, and they make replicas of like video game guns and stuff. And they're going to do a whole series of Overwatch guns, um, directly inspired and maybe made to spec for the characters. I'm a little curious if 
these will be like allowed in cons because the the rifle series that they've used has been they're like airsoft guns. They're well, not. They they shoot foam balls about yay big. Yeah. And I mean they're really no different. They're not. That I'm different. a purist. I like darts. Is that a thing? Yes. Apparently, okay. it's like arrows, but in guns. <laughs> I purists. I'm sorry, purists like darts. Yes. You don't like circles. For what? what? No, you like you only like to shoot darts. For Nerf, yes. Okay. All right. Go oh, on. I know what. Anyway. So they will probably be between thirty and a hundred dollars. It kind of depends. We've seen stuff all over that range. I'm interested and cautiously optimistic for some of my own cosplays, but we'll see. I know they did um, Hansel's blaster and nerf, and also uh, Jin Erso's gun. Yeah. Actually, they've done a, a number of the uh, Star Wars weaponry, and they it actually looks pretty good. A couple people have actually taken those and just repainted them. So. I, I insist, Nerf, if I don't get a freaking peacemaker, I will murder. I mean, I, mean, I, will, I will protest and, and be loud and obnoxious. I would love to have one for my hog, because I'm not making that. No. Yeah, I might, but it would be so much easier. I think it would be, so be easy to modify that to shoot, like, the big Nerf, like, the big Nerf yeah. missiles or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I want a Junkrat one that shoots, like, foam balls that are, like, this big. I mean, let's face it. got reduced we, in size. We all want our favorite weapons. Patch, but, like, this I want big. that, but I also want to be able to take bouncy balls as Moira. Yeah. And just throw them This is what people. we've talked about, is <laughs> taking those big, like, bouncy balls, like a yellow and purple one, and just curling them at people. And Nerf, look at this. If you this make, will heal you. If you make tracers, <laughs> you're guaranteed that people are going to buy two of them. It's like when you make yeah. the Star Wars blaster. Yeah. Which yeah. got repurposed into a cosplay app. Yeah. Reapers, if you make... If you make the shotguns, yep. Yeah. Well, if you do or Reaper... If you tracers... If you do Reaper for real, you've got to have at least ten on you, right? Yeah, right. So you can just <laughs> throw them away. <laughs> I can just see a Reaper cosplay just dropping I just wanted to cosplay to. Reaper, and that awful. was so. his armor's rough. But like the the essential part of it for me was gonna be to like glue to velcro them to my butt so I could throw some down and just try out another one. So basically, nerf you got our money. Just seriously. Just do it right. It's like shut yeah. up and take my money. Exactly. All right. Um. Not yet. Well. Okay. Now. All right. <laughs> so. Um. Arrowverse. Talking about the Arrowverse today, we are getting Batwoman. Batwoman will, will be portrayed live action. She was in The Brave and the Bold in 2008. City of Gotham. Um, as far as we know, they do not have access to Batman or any of Batman's villains, but we are getting a member of the Bat family. Uh, this will be, uh, she will be on Arrow, uh, which is coming on, they put out their schedule, Supergirl's gonna be Sundays, uh, Mondays is gonna be Legends and then Arrow, and then Tuesday Flash and Black, Black Lightning. This is on the heels of Fox's announcement, announcement that their channel Epics is going to be doing, wait for it, an Alfred Pennyworth series. Ten episodes straight to order. Um, it is being done by the showrunner of Gotham, but it's not gonna be a spin-off of Gotham. Sean Pertwee is not involved, but Bruno Heller is running it, and this is after their announcement that 
Gotham was going to be have its fifth and final season. There's some butchie so over there, starboard. So, with <laughs> what? That doesn't what? I'll explain later. So at this point, I think we have at least seven DC iterations, live action, that are unconnected. I get to do this again, and I'm almost tired of doing it. Hey kids, do you like Batman? Yeah. Well, this is about his butler. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. But, oh. Oh. I made Daredevil die. You made Daredevil sad. So, um... It makes me sad! But, you know what? I love Alfred. Uh, I love Batwoman. Arrow's gonna get more exciting. I'm actually gonna watch Legends next... I almost said next semester. Uh, next season, because they're gonna have Constantine, and we can look forward to the DC Universe getting more convoluted. I mean, confusing. I mean, exciting! Exciting. Ooh. Getting more exciting. Exciting is one word that you can I mean, use this is for just it. really just more DC doing DC with the different universes. Like, at least how's seven. That, how's that Krypton show doing? Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares how Krypton is doing. Sci- I forgot about Sci-fi it. is going to forget this show is on the air. That's, that's the only way you're going to be saved. Did, did we air the finale? We aired the finale. Oh, sure three seasons. The finale. <laughs> they must think that Kryptonians are real because I can see Superman caring about that show and no one else. Literally. Like, no one on Earth even knew about Krypton. So. At least we got Superman on, like, Supergirl. You know? Maybe one Superman and the my favorite versions of him as well. I, yeah, people give him crap. I, I like him. I loved his. He's and at least, so hot. At least it's a so big gun hot. of DC actually making an appearance in one of the shows. That's why I have a little bit of hope. Just just a sliver of hope that at some point we're going to get Batman. I'm so glad Gotham is dying. I love Gotham. It got better. Gotham is... You sound it took three seasons, but it got better. Hey, guys, you like Batman? Well, here he is as a kid. Dude, Gotham is the most fun show on TV. It's just AU Batman. How is no one... What if, what if Batman... What if everyone in the Batman universe just all knew each other and went crazy all the time? That's Gotham. That's all they got. That should is. not be... Pennyworth is going to be trash. I'm calling it right now, but I'm still going to sit in front of the TV and watch it. Just like give me my Gotham City Police Department show, please. That's exactly what Gotham I want, is. No, 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 no. I don't want GCPD. This would be the Batman. sixth Alfred we've had live action. Wow. Six or seven. Wow. Live action Alfred. Cora, what you got? All right, so... Since we have Deadpool 2 opening this weekend, I do have a bit of interesting Deadpool news. It's just something that I find kind of funny. So, yeah. Deadpool 2's soundtrack is actually coming into, not controversy, but it's probably one of the more interesting ways to push a soundtrack. It is going to be the first soundtrack with the Mm. parental advisory. I'm sorry. Score. Score, I'm sorry. Score. The first score soundtrack with the parental advisory sticker on the album. Yeah. Because, of co- I guess we will find out, but of course, if any movie is going to have the explicit rating on any any soundtrack they produce, Deadpool is a good option. I love it. That and, makes me so happy. <laughs> right? Jason, I don't know why it's like that. We, yeah, because <laughs> you work at a movie theater, so you've already seen it, and Jason's a dick. Language. It's very concise. <laughs> Language. 
Hey, Caps right there, and Microsoft is watching. Um, it's it's my birthday, and I don't want this kind of abuse. There. I'm sorry when Jason saw it. I saw it today. I don't even care. But I'm gonna That's awesome. Now. So everybody be nice to him only tonight because it's the only it's card he ever has. That's fine okay by me. <laughs> I get one for free. Okay, so. I've got some, actually some really, really good news. Now, okay, a lot of us love video games, and I want y'all just imagine for a second, you you no longer can play video games. Just think about that for a second. An accident okay. happens or something, and you become um, disabled in a certain way, and you can no longer play video games. That is, when I actually thought about it, holy crap, that would be a large part of my life, would be gone. Xbox is looking to correct this. They have just, they have been working on for months the Xbox Adaptive Controller. This is going to be primarily for people with physical disabilities. It will allow, it has a number of 3.5 millimeter jacks to use already existing devices that they use day to day to operate things, including about nine USB ports. So it's going to be totally customizable to allow other people to play games. Because when you look at our controllers these days, we got a lot of buttons on there. So it's not just as easy as having an old NES controller with your six buttons on there. Well, eight. So this just made me happy. Because I think about how much I enjoy video games, stories, frustration, those damned Valkyries and God of War. And I want other people to share that joy and frustration as well. This device will be coming out this year. It is retailing for 100 bucks, which is very reasonable for everything that you're getting for this. It, it's The uh, center device will be about a foot um, in length, about eight inches uh, long, but still, they're going to be able to customize it. Use ex I love the fact that they use existing devices that are used in everyday life for people with disabilities. Um, I, I got nothing past this. It's just great news. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy to hear this. I, I can't wait to see how... And also, they've been doing a lot of testing with people who are disabled and just getting out. And, and generally, the uh, the news has been positive on it. So, guys, keep... I, as we get updates to this, I'll probably update the story, but thank you, Microsoft. Yeah, that's yep. pretty awesome. That's, that, pretty that's some awesome. great news. <laughs> So, that is that is really good news. I've often thought about that with video games. Like I have a one, just one finger that doesn't like, Quite doesn't work. work correctly. And I've thought about it. It doesn't really affect me playing video games. But I've thought about, you know, if I couldn't use that and it was my index finger and how bad that would be. And that's just that's the very very like tip of how how much accessibility issues can impact you trying to game. So it's exciting. Really, really There's a lot of tech in this device. Well, I didn't use a picture, but I, I do have one where uh, of all the ports that this is going to offer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just, oh, wow. I mean, honestly, as I was reading the article, I was like, oh, I want to do that sort of thing. I thought about, like, what if I couldn't play video games? I mean, I know it seems like a small thing, but honestly, we all get a lot of joy out of this. And we get a lot of escapism exactly. out of it. And you might, especially if something recently happened, you might really crave that escape. Uh, I'm actually surprised it's only 100 because most custom controllers get into the 80 to 120 range anyway, so it's just a custom controller. Yeah, the one with the, the steel things on the bottom, that's 120. And that was kind of one of the things that sparked this, making a, a, a controller for, you know, advanced gamers, I guess yeah. you could say. So, 
Honestly, the only thing I have to say at this point, Nintendo, Sony, follow suit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sony's taken some steps. That's why they have keyboard and mouse, uh, native support on it. I'm also encouraged to see software developers doing a lot more for accessibility. For instance, like the in God of War, you have to push L3 and R3 together to access Primal Rage. What is it? Rage of the Gods. Spartan Rage. Spartan Rage. Primal Rage. I've been calling it Primal Rage. Primal Rage. And um, and they have an option to not make it activate like that in case you have issues with pushing down hard. On joysticks. Also, so stuff like that. And I I do admittedly have a personal stake in it because. I have friends that I serve with and things happen. And I knew them, I knew us spending a lot of time because a lot of a lot of soldiers, that's what we do to pass the time. We play video games. So just thank you, Microsoft. I mean, yeah. as much as I complained about your update to Windows this week, this is a good thing. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna have to get, we're gonna have to. No, I serve, I serve drone forces. Oh. Anyway, we're all, bro- look, we give each other crap. But if y'all mess with any one of them, uh, you're in trouble. No, I know. It's yeah. just, my brother would have thrown a fit. Both of you is one of them. And that's a, a lot of their uh, testing crew, yeah. so... Mostly yeah. Cameron, yes. Thank you, Cameron, for your service. Let's just get this thing He's going. And it's like Donkey Kong Country. See, there you go. SNES. <laughs> uh, what you got? So, growing up, I... The first rock album I ever listened to, because my parents taught me right, was Queen's Greatest Hits 1. Mm. Now, earlier today, uh, earlier this week, we finally got the first full trailer of Bohemian Rhapsody, which is gonna be the story of Freddie Mercury and Queen. Um, I, I I, don't know how many times I watched it, probably like 20 times, like within the first just hour. Like, I just kept replaying and replaying and replaying, just listening to the songs and seeing um, Rami, um, no, was it Rami Malek? Yeah. Uh, become Freddie Mercury. Uh, just seeing that was so awesome. Uh, so, movies kind of been a little bit in de- de- developmental hell for a little while, for about eight, seven years. Originally, uh, Sasha Cohen Baron was attached to play Freddie Mercury, but eventually he had creative differences with uh, the remaining members of Queen, so he dropped out. We get a whole new director and everything else. But now, um, we got Rami Malek playing Freddie Mercury. Um, and yeah, like if you haven't seen the trailer, go on there. It's on our page. Uh, it is just awesome. Because you see like snippets of when they first started off as Queen and then recording Bohemian Rhapsody and they've recreated parts of the concerts that they've had that we've seen like come out of DVD and, on DVD and stuff. Um, what I'm really, really interested in though is how are they gonna kind of tackle some of the more, um, not necessarily controversial, but the more mature parts of Freddie's life, like him being bisexual and then of course getting AIDS and dying and all that. From uh, what I've seen, they're not. I'm so, okay with that. So we'll see, because they, because one of the things I know, one of the things that, uh, um, Sasha Cohen Warren and the, the members of Queen had was he wanted a grown-up, mature R-rating movie, and they wanted a more PG-13 family-friendly-ish movie, which I get because it's one. It is protecting Freddie's legacy, um, and I guess you don't want to like push that with like going to stuff that really shouldn't be going to. 
Uh, I don't know, but I'm very excited for this movie. Um, I'm a huge fan of Queen. My parents taught me on Queen, on Queen so uh, I'm super excited. The movie drops, uh, it was originally supposed to come out on Christmas of this year. It got moved up to November 2nd, so it's not competing against anything else uh, this year. So yeah, November 2nd, uh, come out and watch Bohemian Rhapsody, and uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this movie. I was just thinking, it may be fine that they're not tackling it, depending on the perspective it's taking. Yeah. Like, if it's taking a his rock star life and his onstage persona and how they formed the band and whatever, and it's not a super personal story, then it's kind of okay. I don't know. I would, I would understand if they didn't go with a more personal thing since Freddie was a very private person. Yeah. So I could understand them not doing that. I know that some of the controversy has been in the trailer, you see a lot of a lot of his relationships with women, but they kind of gloss over some of the relationships with men as blink and you miss it sort of ordeals. Kind of like Lucifer. Mm. And then and Constantine. You know. And then there like the description in the comment section said that he was fighting an incurable disease. They did not specify with what the illness was. But as I kind of stated on Facebook already, just we haven't. It doesn't come out till November second. Yeah. This is a one. This is a first trailer. This is the first time that we're hearing anything about the movie in terms of what's in it. So I'm willing. I'm willing to wait and see what happens. I know that people like Ryan Fuller have been kind of irritated. I understand their irritation, but this is a. I will wait and see moment. And if they completely yeah. erase it, then then we can take to supposedly Ryan Fuller. Yeah, Brian Fuller. Don't get weird about it yet, Brian Fuller. Don't be weird about it, Brian Fuller. <laughs> Supposedly, it's supposed to end right when they do Live Aid in 1985, which is going to be six years before Freddy died. But, of course, we don't know. We don't, we don't, the movie hasn't come out. We don't know exactly when it's going to end. Um, but those that were fans of Queen, like, everything, like, if it had not been for Live Aid, I don't know if Queen would have kept making albums after 85, just because they were on the brink of just kind of maybe breaking up and then they did Live Aid and then they got rejuvenized and they said, yo, cool, let's let's keep making albums, let's keep making magic and the rest is history. So. That'd be kind of a good place to end a story. Exactly. Like, like, uh, we're gonna stay in this and then just curtains. And y'all are right, as Aaron Sorkin would say, you haven't seen it, you don't know, so just, you know, be patient and actually watch it. People were so mad about Steve Jobs when they were so like, oh, they're not Steve going Jobs. into this and they're not going to talk about the iPhone. He's like, okay, whatever, I'm writing this. A part of me wants the celebration of Freddy's life, but I also want it to be real. But yeah. at this point, also, I kind of just want the movie because Freddy was right. It was a sad day when he was taken away from us because there were many songs where that, that should have come. But... I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm at I'm at wait and see, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. There's also a website you can go to. Uh, I'll have to put it on the page, but uh, you can actually record yourself singing Bohemian Rhapsody, and if you get chosen, your voice will be put in the movie. Oh, that's really? cool. So awesome. yeah, during the concert scene, I would one of the concert scenes. That. So and they'll and they will let you know. Say hey, your voice is in there. You might not hear it because there's like thousands of voices. But you contributed to this movie, so I already did one recording, but I don't like it as much. I'm gonna do another one. Well, I guess what we know what we're doing after the show tonight. Yes. I wonder who's got recording crying. equipment. Hmm. What? Do that mic <laughs> is crying. Crying into the wired mic. 
You can hear my Dallas. I do want to hear more is. about that. I had to talk. I had to talk. I had to do some sound correction, but look, I want to hear more about that. What's the Oh yeah, the wind listen. was bad, and I was not great at holding the microphone. You held it too close. Distance. To the closer one. We'll talk. That's that's behind the scenes stuff. Y'all need to talk about that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Let's go and that. that. Very good website in some ways. They do a lot of cosplay features called What Stops Women from Going Pro in Esports. And my perspective on this has recently been adjusting because initially it's like, yeah, it's sexist and it's not maybe at the organization level, but I'm like on the on the lower levels it's so toxic towards women and it's so sexist towards women they have to put up with all this crap and they never get good enough to be in professional esports partially because of that but i started researching and paying more attention to my own kind of experience and that actually has not happened to me very frequently it happens occasionally i'll hear shouldn't you be on mercy <laughs> no i don't play mercy you can f off Kindly. So also charming. Yeah. Like Mercy. So charming. Like, oh, make me a sandwich. Like, anyway, so I started paying more attention to my own experience, started reading about other women and started, you know, watching Gaguri because she's an angel and I love her. Hey. Shut up. And uh basically I've decided this is hugely overblown right now. Women are not always welcome in gaming environments, but it is getting a lot better. I want to celebrate that for a second and talk about the people who do try and support people who aren't like them, whether they're gay or black or whatever. And I started thinking about what we can do on an individual level to combat prejudice at whatever level of gaming we are. I came up with four things and then I'm done. First, when they say you're different, oh, you're different from all the other girls. Politely push back on that. <laughs> I've started being like, maybe they're just not talking to you. Ha 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 ha. Or <laughs> just kind of push back against it a little bit. Because if they say you're different, oh, you're different from all the other girls, they get to keep rules in their head yeah. that are like, oh, this is women and this is the exception. Uh, two, I'm really, really, really guilty of not doing this. Identify yourself in voice chats. Not like, oh, I'm cat, I'm a girl. But most people think my voice sounds like a girl. Most, not all. And just speaking in voice chats. Usually if I'm DPSing, I don't give a crap and I don't say anything the whole game. <laughs> I just maybe listen if they're lucky. But just <laughs> identifying myself would help because people that think that they only play Mercy or whatever, maybe they're just not talking if they're playing McCree, because why would I? Um, three, stick up for yourself and others to the extent that you feel comfortable, but fourth and most importantly, protect yourself and your precious heart. If you need to mute somebody who's being toxic, just mute them. Just whenever it's in the interest of your self-care, just take care of yourself. And remember I... that lots of people want everyone to be welcome in this environment. 
As far as the mute thing, absolutely. I have muted so many people. I, I am like faster than McCree on the trigger with the mute button. Oh, open mic. Mute. <laughs> oh, sounds like he's five. Mute. No. Sounds like he's <laughs> unless it's Unless it's their mom about to whoop their ass. Which, oh, God, that was awesome. I have a really hard time being welcoming to people who sound like they're five, six, seven, eight. We need to have, right now, we need to have a Moira. Moira is the only way to play this game right now. And I'm like... I've I've just learned to ignore children because they're just going to spout off and then you got to then you start tracking IP addresses and you got to go and like coach your parents that got real heavy real quick anyway you just tell them to shut up. Go back, you know, this is go back and put some clear sill on your face, okay? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I was in Korea and somebody was like, get up here, get up here and shoot. I'm like, you clearly don't know how guns work. You're going to figure out that the world isn't black and white in a few years, but until then, like, you just See, don't what, do I don't, I don't, I don't multi, I don't online game very often, but what I do is like, I don't care who I play with. Sometimes I just yeah. play with people. If they kick my ass, they kick my ass. I don't care if they're guy, girl, straight, black, whatever, like, well, have fun. Like, honestly, if you're a girl and you kick my ass, you know what? You're better than me. Good. Great. You know, I mean, keep the, kicking other people's asses. Damn straight the big I am. problem yeah. in Overwatch is that it's your own team. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. If there's anyone talking trash, you're not in a voice chat with your opponents. So, yeah. And that can be a really upsetting if it does happen to you because, you know, they give everybody crap. You're trash, or you need to stop playing DPS, you suck, blah, blah, blah. If you have a clearly identifying feature, it all of a sudden makes you feel like you and everyone else. Yeah. And your trash doesn't apply to that. And your you should stop gaming isn't that could apply it's, to anyone. It stops being you and it starts being women. But if you're gay, black, a woman, whatever, then it puts everyone else in this other camp and you over here. And that can be really dangerous for your fragile mental health. Yeah. I had a similar experience in another Blizzard franchise in World of Warcraft. I was actually, like, I usually play the male avatars just because I like how they look more. Especially trolls, I like how males look a lot better. What the hell? They're big and tough. And they're yeah. big and have big tusks. I love their character design. Yeah. But this time I was Are you like, sweating? That, that, that's not the character there. I'm gonna start. Hold on. No, um, this time I was playing Human Paladin. I decided I would play like a, a supportive tank role. Because back this was back when you could do both. Yeah. I think now you have to spec it. I haven't played it in a while. But I signed up as the healer. And I was doing a really good job. And there was another paladin in our team. He signed up for a tank. Okay, whatever. We got to the point where, you know, like it was an open room with just a crap ton of monsters. And he's like, oh no, I signed up as a tank. I'm sorry. I signed up to be tank, not healer. And he signed up as healer. And he's like, well, you're the woman, so heal. And ran off. And I watched him and someone sent me a private chat. Are you okay? Because we um, we didn't have the voice chat on. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I'm fine. Y'all stay near me. I'll heal you. (laughs) And that was my way of getting back at him. He's like, I need heals. I'm like, Uh oh, that's too bad. You're too bad. I I have to wait for the timer to come back. Like, I... I watched him die like three times. And it was the most I've had that. Thing. Like, so you're sorry. a woman, you should be healing. And I'm like, you're a DPS, you should be killing the other. <laughs> <laughs> that was the snap. 
As a guy that played a lot of MMOs like City of Heroes and I always had super groups and guilds I play with, and we had female members, and there was never a big deal. Like it was us, it, we we were a guild. Everybody had a healer anyway. It was just who was going to be the healer. Yeah. So I'm my healer. So guess what I'm playing it. So I'm going to let it slide if they're just commenting on it because mostly it's not my it, it's not ever my group. Like I'm in a group of Overwatch players. It's not my group. It's the randos. If we're two stacking, three stacking, and we get randos in our group, sometimes they'll make a comment. That's where you let the random um, die. If if well, I'm not <laughs> healing, them. I'm not the healer. Yeah. If you were so, a tank, if you were if you played a lot of tank, it would be easier. Like, guess who doesn't have a Reinhardt shield anymore? I mean, I, if you could friendly fire your own teammates. But basically, I've learned to let slide the, every once in a while, you'll just get, oh, it's a girl! Hey, Did you Josh, do class? you know how to talk to a girl? And then I'll just let that slide. I don't care about that. Sounds like we could build a whole other show on this, this time. But we do have another news story. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we do. That's a yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's We're me. doing a show here. Uh, Standard format. Standard format. <laughs> Alright, um, I love Shape of Water, I love Japan's Labyrinth, I love everything Guillermo del Toro oh, has ever done so in my life, and sucks. he is coming, except what? Wait, please. The red, red herring or whatever. I liked Crimson Peak. No. You don't like it? Oh. I still have not seen that one, so... Yeah, no. Anyways, um, he is coming to Netflix, he's making a horror show. Called 10 After Midnight, he will serve as showrunner and presenter, so I'm imagining like an Alfred Hitchcock kind Ooh. of situation. Ooh. I know. Um, he is going to personally curate these stories. It's being uh, described as equally sophisticated and horrific, and I could not be more excited. I love Del Toro. I love virtually everything he's ever done. And um, yeah, this will be his second Netflix show. He is already doing Troll Hunters, which their third season premieres uh, May 25th. And yeah. You know what so I love that Guillermo Toro did? Everything. The Hobbit. Oh, wait. No, shut up. Are they going to be doing this out of his home? Is my question. Because have y'all ever seen that, like, behind the scenes in his house? No. Oh my god, it's wonderful. It's just this it all just beautiful monster. It's a it's an it's a collection of just all of this horror movie and monster trinkets just everywhere. Like he has the doll from Annabelle just sitting in one of the rooms. Of course he does. Yes. If I'm allowed just to respond to on, um, on Del Toro doing a Netflix open. show, um, my response is <laughs> <laughs> That was beautiful. <laughs> I'm very happy about this, so honestly. Excited. So excited. When you posted I went like like just your so eyes. How many episodes are we getting? I don't know. I don't know. Have they announced? I, uh, I don't think they've announced it yet. Damn. Okay. I'll take what I can get. It's ten after midnight. It might be ten. No, it, that's fitting. Maybe but then I only get ten episodes. I'm, I'm gonna admit that means ten episodes. I'd like more. I mean, I just watched obviously. Uh, Will Robinson try to kill his family all through Austin's face, so, you know. I mean, whenever yeah. you say Del Toro, are you ever like, that was enough Del Toro, and that's fine. Yeah, Crimson Peak. Never. Yeah. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was the storyline. The story oh. was okay, but no. it was so, it was not okay. It was bad. But the, it was I'm, so I'm, okay. sto I'm a story guy. It was Doug Jones. 
Doug Jones played the ghost. So I, I thought understand. That was funny. D Doug, Doug Jones as Mrs. Lovett. The, this right. is this is Del Toro when he makes a new movie monster. Hey Doug. Hey Doug. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Hey Doug. Are you done with that Star Trek I'll see you tomorrow. experiment yet? <laughs> Coming out. I'd love to watch that show. We need your tiny alien butt back on the screen. I like yeah. this. I like Still this this anyway, he is working with a team of top horror writers to bring selected stories to the screen. Personally, like handpicked by him. Yeah. That is awesome. Who? Like who? It uh, doesn't say, but uh, also no. We don't even have a date yet. So we have a date. We have, we have nothing. almost nothing. I just yeah. had to talk about it because it's still no, 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 it's still news. So give her the Toro. Hell yeah. Getting shorter. Am I getting shorter? I do. No, you're fine. From somebody that before the show had no story, she pulled two just out of blue. Your ass. You pulled out your ass. Yeah. Anyway. All right, everyone. Who here is a Broadway fan? I'm gonna go to the big cam. Raise your hand if you're a Broadway or musical fan. You can't see me, but my arm is raised. Mine is raised too. You Hello. I am not. You like one? Get wrecked. Is one. it Oklahoma? Now another show of hands. Who here likes The Greatest Showman? I know this story. <laughs> then your hands are going to go up here. Then get ready to buy some Broadway tickets because guess what is coming to the Broadway stage? Hey, hey. Hugh Jackman again? Spider-Man. Shrek. Yes. <laughs> Give me Spider-Man. Okay, all of us fail sure. except for whoever guessed Hugh Jackman because possibly. Yay. Wolverine the musical. I think I would too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Dark Phoenix like fly in. Oh yeah, there'd be some tricky. Greatest so, showman. showman. Greatest showman musical. That's right. It's going to be. Let me take a look here. Oh, good picture. It's gonna be good. I love That's that shot. It's, gonna be. it's my one of my favorite. It's gonna shots. be good. It is really amusing to me that after like Broadway was like, oh, it's so just happy and after Broadway, and, uh, thoroughly so underappreciated. They did yeah. not. I'm like gonna it. say it was oh too happy when they have SpongeBob the musical. Yeah, uh, I that's, mean, a, that's a happy. I don't think anybody no. embraced. Shrek is a sad musical. Legally Blonde is a sad musical. They can make things that are bubblegum AF. They can make them sad. Anyways. Exactly. Also, like, bubblegum. We don't know yet if the original cast is going to be coming back for it. However, since most of the people were already Broadway actors to begin with, I don't see that being an issue with them going, hey, do you want to do this on stage now? And I could just see Hugh Jackman just like doing a tumble, like, what up? I can see Hugh Jackman. I, mean, I don't think Zendaya. I don't think Zendaya. Zach Efron, like, Zach Efron, Zach Efron, he's got the theater background. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they would have a problem getting Keela. Oh, I no problem at all. Keela Settle, she played the uh, the bearded really, woman. Yeah. But she's yeah. not super like. Well, no. So no, even if yeah. it would have been, I feel like it won't be. She but. maybe, but she uh, she spent the last year before the Greatest Showman playing um, Mrs. Lamez, Lamez, oh, the French yeah. couple that keeps pickpocketing people. Yeah. Anybody? Uh, no, I, I got nothing. Not There you go. Oh, that was right on the tip of my tongue. Totally. I saw it for the Wolverine. I was just thinking about it. Same. Rosie's hands. My mutant chromosome and strong metal in my bones you, you. help me fight single robot drones <laughs> and I heal very quickly. 
Speaking of sitting on robot drums, we'll get to do, that. You do realize that not all musicals sound like that, right? I don't know. You, you do realize that now musicals sound like that. I wonder well, what yeah, they all right. sound good. Boom! Got it. But I, you were you were bashing on musicals. I'm gonna get you. You were bashing on musicals. I don't like them. Five Jason, minutes. you realize that musicals incorporate like heavy rock music now, right? Have you heard Rock Ages? Even see School of Rock. That was better. <laughs> 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 We're not going to talk about School of Rock. I don't like the musicals. Why? Why is it so hard to be able to do it? You just haven't seen the right one. No, I don't. I like one. Which I like one? what? Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh, that's a good one. Fair. I mean, that's a good one. What I like. Like, I look at West Side Story. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. No. West Side Story is the worst. Oh, I'm, okay. I don't feel so bad now. I, just, I, just, I, don't, I don't fear a gang. I mean, maybe I'm just going to grow up in South don't Dallas. I don't fear a gang that's like, we're going to get you. Uh, just the songs are bad, and they all sound flat all the time. As a guy that reads comic books and stuff, I don't know why it's so hard for me to fathom just people stopping what they're doing and breaking out into choreographed song and dance. I will, just I will say two movies, or two musical movies that I really like that kind of did that cool transitions thing really well and because when you go into a musical movie you have to have a suspend like a suspension of belief because you are going into something that's a little ridiculous which is probably oh, yeah. why i don't like lay Miz very much because it's such a serious topic <laughs> and a lot of portrayals of it have tried to make it so serious that it just seems out of place for them to start singing. I'm not going to get into it, but a soapbox issue with the way that Tom Hooper specifically directed. Yeah, I'm talking specifically about suspension of disbelief. I'm talking specifically about the movie. If that yeah. helps. Yeah, no, no, no. I, have, so I, have, I haven't seen the actual stage play, so I don't know. No, we're with you. Don't go. <laughs> okay, so what ones do you like? But um, the two I do like are Chicago and The Greatest Showman. I did like Chicago. I felt oh, like they, was good. I love that they portrayed all, all the songs just in her head, and so yeah. that transition worked really well. That's what Crazy Ex-Girlfriend does. Ooh, wow. There you go. And then with The Greatest Showman, it, they're they're performing a show. It's so natural. Yeah, they not like they just meld right into that stage production of anything they're doing perfectly. Which is what the only thing I'm going to be interested to see in how they portray in a Broadway musical, because it's already on stage. Yeah. But I will hold my judgment until I get to see it, because I will just drop all my money and go see it. I mean, they've done... about five years to go to Dallas. They've done some really epic transitions on stage with, like, if you've ever seen bootlegs of, like, Phantom and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So them, like, launching into a, this is a... This is a performance now. I feel like they're not only going to know how to handle it, I feel like they're going to have a whole lot of fun with the concept. They're going to get super cats with it as well, which is the only time I will say that as a compliment. Because um, they're going to get super into the... Sorry. I, I will admit. Uh, no, but they're going to get super into the acrobatics of it. Because that's what the circus is. Oh, I'm so excited to see... I would see... expect bleachers that spin in the very yes, first scene. Absolutely. I have fallen into some layer of hell. And <laughs> everyone around me oh, is yeah, talking... Last Speaking thing. Okay. Make me a promise and I'll, I will... Can you make me a promise? No, that I cannot. 
That one. If I, if I bring over the greatest showman, no. you will you will give it a try. No. It's Hugh Jackman. It's huge. He does a You know what? I'll make you a deal. No. For every movie musical that you watch, I'll watch one of your garbage monster <gasps> you don't movies. Have to. You know what? You don't have to watch one of my We're garbage movies. We're going to do SCNS Live Double Feature Night, I think. Oh, God. That's Ooh, SCNS. Yes. You know what, Jason? How about this? We'll watch a musical movie first, and then for you, it'll be a palate cleanser of a movie of your choosing. Yeah. Any movie of my choosing. Any, Any movie. movie. I will watch Reasonable Link. But we will watch 1996 Fantastic Four. No, no, no. Oh, I wouldn't watch shit movies. I wouldn't watch shit movies, no. So it can be a movie of my choosing. Yes. A movie of your choosing, any movie you want. Of reasonable. But what movie do I have to watch? If you choose the greatest showman. If you choose Gettysburg, then we're going to have an issue. Oh, it's not. Why would y'all think that I would watch something like Gettysburg? Because you went to the Mars Machine is a treasure. And it's a long No, no, it's going to be something I like. Okay, cool. Okay. Is it going to be Transformers movie? It might be something Japanese. Okay. okay. All right, let's think on the show. I, I have shall we do the rest of the show now? Yes, shall we do the rest of the show now? It would be more okay. fun if All right, it's last, last thing on musicals. Yeah. Last thing on musicals. I got picked to do the, uh, the pre-sale for Hamilton tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, so. How many tickets are you going to buy? All uh, of them? Well, it depends. I don't have that much money. But anyways... So, uh, not the topic that we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about. Transition to now, we're going to make time for it. We're going to make time. So, anyway. It is Jason's birthday, so we had to talk about this. Also, it's a very important uh, date for today. Not only is it Jason's birthday, but also, years ago, we got basically our first American, you know, kind of version of Godzilla. Now, while (laughs) the movie itself wasn't great, it was fun. It was it was a fun movie, and it was a it was a newly designed Godzilla, and I think it kind of I don't want to say it sparked you know giant monster movies coming to America because it really didn't. I've been a huge fan. I love movies with giant monsters and giant robots. There's not a lot you have to do to get me to sign on and throw money at you. Like when I saw ad, when I saw the trailers for Pacific Rim, I'm like, okay, where do I go and who do I give money to? I love these movies, and it's more of a—it's more of me growing up with things like Super Sentai and watching the big robots fight the monsters, things like Ultraman, God, cheesy Godzilla and King Kong movies. I love these, so I just wanted to go around the table with some of you guys, the favorite ones you have. Now, it doesn't always have to be a giant monster. It can be just a monster. I've, I've broken it down just a bit. And, um, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, she, she told us it that. was because she made me do it before the show. Oh, because I started talking about... And I'm not going to talk about these too much, but yeah, we started talking about it in the production meeting, and I started talking about the Annabelle Demon, Silent Hill. Like we were, as soon as we heard the Keep topic, we were like, we were anybody like, can count it be any monsters? Y'all should have said that in the in the meeting beforehand when we I brought did. the topic up. Oh. You should have been listening. <laughs> oh, we did. Just because it's your birthday doesn't mean you can't listen. Let's just stop it. <laughs> Uh, so Jason, what's your favorite one? Okay, my favorite are just two. I have loved all incarnations of Godzilla. From the old cheesy rubber suit that the close-up would do that sneer thing like... That was like really forced to the newest one, which is a bit redesigned, but I love it. Yeah. As long as I hear that, ah, I'm oh in. I'm sold. Their marketing was so on point for that movie. In between, I remember they had like the Taco Bell campaign and they had the Green Day song. I mean, the one problem I had was I don't care about these fucking humans. 
Yeah. Now yeah. you take something like Shin Godzilla, which is the most recent Japanese version of Godzilla. Loved it. Loved it. Absolutely. Godzilla is probably my favorite movie. Uh, movie uh, giant monster. Um, I'm waiting for King Kong versus Godzilla whenever they get their butts in line to do that movie. But it's close. They it's, teased it in King Kong's. It's like Skull Alien Island. versus Predator. Did you see thing. Rampage? I did see Rampage. Was yes. it good? Was it fun? Was it funny? <laughs> it was fun. Okay. It's a popcorn movie. But don't expect much from. Uh, uh, like I said, giant monster movie, and it's got you know. Rock. My Dwayne, heart, Dwayne Johnson. my rock, my Dwayne, my Johnson. <laughs> I mean, I embraced his, like, the corniness of it. And oh, like, yeah. That's what might, like, carry it through. Yeah, Rampage is a fun movie. Uh, don't go watch it at full price, but it's still good. Now, the other one I like is one that it's, it's made sporadic appearances on U.S. shores. Mostly Saturday mornings, randomly they would show Ultraman. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the big silver guy girl. It's growing like it's so cheesy. Yeah. They um they had a showing of it of a double feature at Alamo Draft House, which Rick called me, hey, we're doing a double feature of Ultraman. I stopped what I was doing to drive down to the well, oh well, I'm going. Like instantly went, bought a ticket and was down there. I didn't buy it, I gave you that ticket. Did you give me that ticket? Yeah, oh, I gave yeah, that okay. ticket, yeah. Thank you. It's <laughs> like you still owe me. <laughs> no, I But that's all he had to say. It was and it was not the greatest English dub, but still, I'm in the theater and I'm watching Ultraman. It was a great film, and I, I, I felt that I was a kid again watching this. It's, you never knew when they were gonna pop up because that was when we had the old TV guy. You just have, oh, that'll be showing this week. I'll circle that <laughs> or highlight. Oh, God, I remember that. Yeah. That's how we used to go to the movies. We didn't have DVR. Newspaper. Yeah, and you saw the... what's on cinema. Exactly. Yeah. The oh ancient times. Oh so that's just that's my favorites. And Ultra has so continued through the years, and that's still I, I, I do have to tell you this, Jason. Uh, last month, so every every month at Alamo, we do something called an AGFA screening. It's an old, it's American Drama Film Archive. Uh, it's a random movie picked by James Wallace, who's our creative director. Cool. And it's it's a surprise movie. You, you pay so. you pay five bucks for it, you don't know what it is. Last month we showed uh Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla. You son of a <laughs> I'm sorry. You knocked over <laughs> not only Bullseye. Bullseye? I'm sorry, that was a reflex yeah. reaction. But Landau on screen. I didn't know it was until they started playing it. You should have cut the show out and the technical difficulties. <laughs> but it was the it's it was me with just wires like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, they sh- they, we we showed that one, and I was I was like, oh. oh, and it was like it was thirty five millimeter, old school. Oh, I've been there to watch that. So, I love that movie. I thought it was pretty cool. So, uh, all right. So, my favorite uh, giant monster and or machine, uh, especially for me, I grew up in the nineties, and then uh, we got these uh, a couple years ago with uh, X Men: Days of Future Past. Is the Sentinels. Uh, these are mutant killers. They were made to kill all the mutants. Um, they never really succeeded because, I mean, they're dumb robots, but still, they were big and scary. And they actually made them pretty lethal in uh, Days of Future's Past. I mean, that they weren't the greatest looking in the future part. But they were slaughterbots. But they, yeah, they were slaughterbots. And they could, uh, they could, uh, what's it called? Um, 
they could like take the mutant's power and make it their own and to counteract against them and it was really cool but yeah no these things are some of my favorite like giant machines that they've done well the symbols have been a mainstay of the x-men yeah for, since their incarnation they've always grown better it's they're just a good villain, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can have the Brotherhood. Like the Borg. You can have, yeah. you can have the, the, brother, the Brotherhood of Mutants versus the X-Men, but in the end, they always team up to take on the Sentinels, because, yeah, they're, yeah. Even in the X-Men cartoon, the 90s cartoon, the best X-Men cartoon, by the way, that was our first villain. Yeah. Halt Mutant. It was like, yeah, they were like a mix of Robocop and... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. Sentinels, one of my favorite all-time machines and monsters. So. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of any at first. Mostly the monsters that bother me the most is the one that there's a lot of, or else when you can't understand their physics, like in horror movies, when you don't understand how they move and where they can come out of and why they're in your mirror. Like that kind of stuff that freaks me out. But I did remember that recently we got the Ghostbusters, the what's his name? Stay Pumps guy. Stay Pumps I actually was a really big fan of the way they did, like, his texture and his glowing and stuff in the more in the newer Ghostbusters yeah. film, and he was definitely huge, and uh, when you tie that into all the other, like, giant parade balloons they had that start chasing people down, yeah, they got pretty awesome. big. Snapple's awesome. Just the whole yeah. monologue that they're having in the first Ghostbusters. Hey, this guy's a sailor, he's in New York, we get him laid, we're okay. <laughs> that was New York in the 80s, yeah. very much. No one steps on a church in my town. <laughs> what did you do, Ray? That's like the best, the, he yeah. was summoned the state football. What did you do, Ray? Yeah, in, in the new Ghostbusters, though, when he made the appearance, it was more. When he, it was he more became those. Became the ghost, yeah. Yeah, when he when, when Stay Puff showed up in the new Ghostbusters, I was like, ah, Stay Puff. Was... I just like I like the original. I've seen it a couple of times, I but I thought the suit. new one was hilarious. The new one was so like, funny. I just more nearly identify with that one because I've seen it more recently and I liked it more. I just like how he's so happy when he stomped in the city. Though. Yeah. <laughs> No remorse. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> I just killed someone. Do you know? I just crushed a family of five. <laughs> Do you know what was used when? Uh, spoiler. Uh, when they blew up the marshmallow man, you know what was dropping on top of the Ghostbusters? It was shaving cream. Oh, that makes sense. It was tons and tons of shaving cream. Shaving cream. It can mess up paint. It can do a lot of the really messed up stuff. That's true. So yeah, well, I mean, like, it's a lot easier to clean up paint. than actual yeah. marshmallow puff. Well, yeah. No, I want to use shaving cream. I just like whipped cream or something. Shaving cream, like, can, well, cream chemically is an issue. It's also one in epic rap battle history. Yeah, but you power wash whipped cream with shaving cream. It breaks down paint. It breaks down roads. Like carpet. Like, yeah, it can take like everything. Like that. Yeah. Oh, Which shit, is I didn't know that. The, the more you know. Don't, yeah, don't use shaving cream to, like, do on someone's car. Unless it's that. on the window. Don't make and me mad. will not drip yeah. off of the window. Yeah. Shaving cream is also one of the best ways at the haunt that we use to get the airbrush paint off. Yeah, no. because it's alcohol based, so it's either you actual alcohol all over your face, or I mean, I don't mind if it's whiskey or something. I'm glad by stopping the shaving cream. Yeah, and yeah. shea butter and just soaking in everything that will make your skin feel better. This is how you Gross. keep your skin great. Um, the worst one this time. So my monster worst. is 
You had two. I knew who this was. I did have two, but I have one in particular, and I knew who this monster was before I knew the word monster. And it was yeah. the Rancor from Return of the Jedi. Servant, pet, exterminator. Old school stop motion. I loved it. I, I was terrified of it as a child. I, I would turn away from the TV and like hide my face because it was just too scary. Yeah. Damn, that's a good that. picture. Rad. Wow. Yeah. Thank Rick for that one. Oh, yay. And it's not a oh, my. Yeah, it's, it's gone down. But, let, um, let me put that back. Just a note oh, yeah. of the Rancor because a lot of people, a lot of them was in shadow. Yeah. So you couldn't really, and I think, you know, what you can't see scares you more than what you can see. Gotta take notes. But he had those, like, the hunch and those long arms. And then everything dripping from his mouth and he was just so nasty. He, he, he looked like if you touched him yeah. you would like if you touch a turtle you have to wash your hands yeah that um the combination of those two was some of my like childhood monsters that i was so scared of and always made me sad because boba fett i love boba fett and he just yeah, spoilers. Oh, spoilers! Speaking of Boba Fett, this is it's totally off topic. It's so sad. But remember Daniel Logan, who played in episode, episode two? He was, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. He recently posted a picture to his Instagram of him in full Boba Fett armor. Are you serious? And I'm kind of like, Spin I want this to happen. So yeah. Boba Fett is so much like. He's like, I was like, when did Daniel Logan grow up? But like, look, facial hair, and he is in full Boba Fett armor with the helmet off. Yeah. I will show it to you after the show. I'm like, okay, so where's my Boba Fett? Yo, it's been 16 years since he did Bubba, Young Boba Fett. Yeah, so he's in his 20s 20, now. Mid-20s. Also, you can find Boba Fett at Disneyland. He scared the crap out of my brother, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> who is, uh... Cameron. He's like calling Kurt. Your phone just... My phone... Responded to the word scared, I think, which I don't like. Not a particularly scary. Do you want me to scare you? What? What would you like today? Good pick, though, with the rancor. Because so I, I will share that joy on that one. Now, so last one, and I thought it was probably one of the most. I was like, oh, yeah, Coral. Alright, so, fun fact when I was a little girl, of all the things that I have and have not seen in my life, Tremors was one that I saw when I was little. Good pick. And oh, I used to play I used to play Tremors when I was little instead of the floor is lava. I mean it eventually morphed into the floor is lava, but I would sit on the couch and be like, Mommy, you can't be on the floor. The, the sandworms are gonna get ya. And I was just so happy about this. And I still You're a weird kid. I don't like this is the weirder thing. I don't remember doing this. But both my mom and my dad swear up and down that I did this. I'm really concerned for my mental health now because like I don't remember this. But That is a worse picture because that's where you first saw the graboids like and, No, it's not the first we we saw they were it wasn't just little worms. It was the big one. Yeah. It was a total swerve on that one. That's a good picture. No, I, I, I saw the little one like, no, that doesn't capture the full terror that this thing is. Well, the little ones were bad enough, and then you find out they're just like a tongue. Like five tongues inside this big dis... Yeah. Gross-looking yeah. thing. 
I I also had another one. This one isn't a giant monster, but it is it is a monster that well I'm counting it as a monster. Um, the Dark Crystal had these creatures called Skeksis. And terrifying. God. God. Like, yeah. This is a nice picture of them. Like this makes them look nice in comparison to how you see them in the movie. Because these are men in puppets, basically moving around. Except I saw somebody cosplay as a Comic Con a couple of yeah. years ago. It's I, the beak counted as a mouth. It's ba- the it's, yeah. basically they were they were designed after like rats and vultures and things like that. Mm. Like they're meant to be the evil counterpart of the mystics, who are very cute in my opinion, but very gentle looking and very kind. It's like the difference between what Disney thinks fairies are and what fairies actually were in old lore. Exactly. It's very similar to that. It's why like bright. But like I think the, the the part that made the Skeksis so uncomfortable for me was the scene when they're at the table eating at the beginning. Like or no not no, I'm sorry, not eating. Um at the beginning when they're surrounding the king of the Skeksis who is dying. And it was just, like, when the king dies, his or body the... just crumbles. <laughs> Not for a 30-year-old movie, so. No, it's also, like, in the first 10 minutes. Spoiler for Return of the Jedi. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but his body crumbles, and, or his body is about to crumble, and one of the Skeksis reaches for his scepter, and he comes back and is like, no! But he's just making noises. And I'm that was when my childhood heart like exploded in terror. And by the way, this is my mom's favorite movie and she wanted to share it with us at an early age. Oh, there we go. And so which That found, clearly didn't have any impact on you. Not at all. I'm not terrified of anything that is a bird. So speaking of monsters. Bryce, who's not, he's not here on the show tonight because he's off he watching. Doesn't care. About no, he he's watching Deadpool two. He went to the premiere and Alma dropped us dressed as Hal Jordan. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a picture of this. Somebody tagged him in. Giant door. He's oh wearing God. black pants, the, the Green Lantern shirt, white gloves, and his Green Lantern ring to the oh Deadpool God. 2 premiere. Oh my God. Building time travel fixes everything. Right? Reynolds Bryce. would be super weird. No, Reynolds would be very proud, but, but also freaking Bryce. Uh, so we're all hoping to see Deadpool 2 this weekend. Um, look for a review soon on the channel. But we have reached the end of the show. Guys, thanks for indulging me in my movie monsters. That was fun. Yes. Yeah. See? Told you. Told you. Now, we are going to start building up to E3, and there's a lot of stuff leaking, especially it's going to be showing E3. It's going to be huge. Maybe let's uh, look into some of the stuff that we're anticipating, what we're uh, anxious for for E3. Anyway, but that's next week's show. We are done this week, guys. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you like this video. Subscribe to our channel, and if you're watching us on Facebook, make sure you follow our page. And, of course, on Twitch, do the same thing. Yes. So, of course, we got many other videos coming out. I'm going to have a review for uh, 2B, which I, I need to get around to. And some other stuff on the channel, so make sure to subscribe so you catch all those videos. Rick, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Instagram at AlamoNerd89. Also, I've been doing the DVD Tuesday uh, things on Tuesday. Uh, if that gets uh, 25 likes, I will give away the uh, code for Black Panther for a Ooh, uh, generous for a um, instant viewing. Week? Yeah, they came out this week. You should have watched the video. I've already got the panel. <laughs> so, Black Panther, I got it. But yeah, you, uh, if I, the next uh, DVD Tuesday gets at least 25 likes, uh, I'll do a giveaway for the uh, digital code for Black Panther. Next week, guys.
Cat, where can they find you? Find me at Better Cat Comics on Twitter. You can find me at Twiatch Bad Moon for Overwatch League stuff and Better Cat on Instagram. And me, me next. Yes, you. Me, me next. next. It's me. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cass underscore Bradley. That's K A S underscore Bradley. You can also find both of us really at uh, Super Quick Movie for Super Quick Movie reviews and games. And games and TV shows. Well, and just maybe like on the Facebook pages because I'll think about it. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Hawks Perch where I will scream into the void about anything that strikes my fancy recently and probably for eternity it is Suikoden. Please talk to me about this game. <laughs> but you can also find me on Instagram at Corodono, K-O-R-O-D-O-N-O. I post artwork and cosplay steer. Stir. Stir. I do want to stream something this weekend. I'll be come over and join you, but I'm going to go ahead and defeat Canada. Come join me. Fine. She's like, I'm being a producer. That's why you again. need. That's why you need to click notifications so you can get that bell, so you know where we're live. Good plug. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's please, not it is not that like. sound that you will hear. Anyway, guys, <laughs> of course follow <laughs> us at SCNS Live on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook.com/scnslive. Live. But we're done for this week. We'll see you next week, and until then, keep on nerding. Thank you for listening to the Super Cool Nerd Show. Please check us out online, YouTube, SCNS Live, and watch the video and watch it live to participate. Be sure to hit the bell icon to subscribe and get notified about when our videos go live and join the conversation. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at CNS Live.